Hello and welcome, party people of the world. Today's date is November 30th, and you're watching uh, The First Cut with Danny VNCR and uh, Red Llama Evan Halfman. Evan, why don't you please say hello? Hello, hello, hello. Hello, everybody. How's it been? It's been a fit minute. <coughs> Ooh. Yeah, how's it going? Yeah. How's your mom? Is she doing better after the after the surgery? God, I hope so. Uh, oh man, Live Forever by Lil Peep. Just sold for $7. Rip in peace, Lil Peep. Um, I totally lost my train of thought. Oh yeah, we've been kind of busy, as you may or may not know, um, here at Natural Cut Records, World Land Records, uh, with finishing Michael True's... Uh, uh, debut album on our label but now that we're finally done with that we're uh, getting back into it starting to do things starting to smell the flowers again it's uh, it's been a lot of fun Evan you want to talk about Michael True at all and his album and what it was like to work on it he's a good boy he's a good boy he's a <laughs> nice guy to work with nice little Christian boy mm-hmm yeah um, uh, and cooking. he has a really good album yeah. It's a really good album. We're going to include it in the description. Uh, you know what? We're going to play a little bit at the end, too, so I'll make sure to, to make an announcement on that. We'll, we'll demo uh, one of his songs at the, at the end of it if you want to listen to it. But, uh, you know, if you want to check it out, we'll include a link to the Bandcamp in the description, so please do. Um, but anyways, now that we've gotten all that out, uh, we're doing a, a very interesting uh, genre today that um, definitely there's a lot of people that still still think about it and still listen to it. And it's very much still alive uh, in the hearts of few, but probably not in the hearts of many. Uh, so with that being said, Evan, what is it? Emo. Emo. Yeah, emo. That good old feel-good uh, mid-early 2000s emo music. Oh yeah, the mid noughties Oh, those were the days. Yeah. Emo. Emo. So we're going to go on a real good feels trip, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to introduce you to, uh, to Jesus, how many are we? Technically six. I think technically six, six new emo mm -hmm. bands today uh, that hopefully you've never heard before. And uh, Well, in, in, classic, in classic first cut fashion, we're playing a little fast and loose with a couple of the bands. Being oh yeah, uh, just some fringe, some fringe stuff. Absolutely, that maybe you wouldn't immediately call emo, but but they uh, should all fit this framework nicely. Yes, so the the greater scope, and yeah, let's let's talk about on talk about that um, for a second before we really get into it too. One of uh, my feelings, and uh, Evan definitely had more to say about it. Than I'm sure I do, but emo is kind of, I think, as a whole, a pretty vague, pretty vague overall uh, idea. I don't even want to say genre, but an idea. Um, and there's there's some people that you know when they think of emo, they think of like, oh yeah, that that screamo music. And um, it's not to say that. There is not some, you know, screamo or screamo-like music that is is emo, but that's a very poor representation of what of what emo is. And you know, on the exact opposite side of the field, to say, you know, like, oh man, yeah, that like uh, Silverstein and Taking Back Sunday and My Chemical Romance, man, that's that's what emo is. Like that, those specific artists that oh I really God. like, that that epitomizes emo. Well, that's not really true either. Emo has no epitome to me, honestly. Yeah, when absolutely. I think emo, depending on my mood, and depending on the time of day, depending on a hundred factors, I would either think of brand new, Fall Out Boy, of AFI, of Aiden, of Hawthorne Heights, of Geodos, of uh, Cute is What We Aim For, right. <laughs> uh, Paramore. Like, I think all of these bands, like senses fail like sure have a tray you and have... and there's there's such a large amount that are all very much emo even though they're remarkably different from each other 
So, you know, to say this band is or this band isn't is, is really silly, quite frankly. And uh, that's a huge part of why this list is going to be a big one. Um, is we, we didn't want to say that, oh, well, this is what emo is to me, so I'm only going with that. So in, in real, in real first cut fashion, we're, we're trying to be more open and vague to the idea instead of what it meant to a group of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Evan, do you have anything you want to add to that, or do you want to go ahead and dive on in? Um, no, yeah, I'm just, uh, let's dive in. Let's do it. Let's Fuck fucking do it, people. I'm fucking excited. You're fucking excited. You're let's excited. <laughs> Be honest. <laughs> Be honest. All right. So without further ado, you. Oh, shit, motherfucker. We pulled a fast one. Well, kind of. Our first example is actually a split EP, which uh, is something we've never done before. Never and done. Uh, that's why I said technically there are six artists. So this, this EP was a split EP between the artists uh, Overslept and Father Mountain, um, and both of which are very much emo bands in their own right. So by all means, feel free to look both up individually. Uh, although, uh, excuse me, go away, please. Sorry, there's a little ad that I had to get rid of. Uh, if you're listening to this on the podcast version, um, feel free to listen to both artists, but we are just going to have the link to the split EP. Um, with that being said, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and get this party started with Not So Fast by Overslept. Um, the big thing with this one was, uh, you know, Evan and I both did some independent research and kind of kind of slapped together some uh, some band ideas like oh let's let's do this band let's do that band and overslept was one that I came up with whereas father mountain was one that Evan came up with so to see that there's a split EP just it 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 just made sense to say oh well let's include both um, it, it was a no-brainer well in my opinion. I think I think even artistically the idea of a split EP lends itself really well to that um, punk DIY aesthetic of like you, that's what you do when you were in cahoots with another band hey Evan do you want to do a split EP with me yeah. a Red Llama uh, natural band split EP mm-hmm. let's do it you heard it here first split EP coming 2018 tomorrow tomorrow <laughs> um, 2018 <laughs> red, red Dan split EP red uh, we can talk about the name later yeah okay. <laughs> so anyways no so um, uh, so yeah like um, the idea of the split EP I think uh, maybe that's just my excuse for just uh, I picked two fans there you go so anyways um, that's fucking dumb your reason was good <laughs> no so uh uh, I, I like this, um, uh, like, these bands, I think they sound fairly similar, and they have a, yeah. a nice uh, intertwining little aesthetic thing. Um, I guess, uh, if they sort of have, like, I guess, it, it's nice to pick this EP because just, the like, what this represents, I think, is, like, sort of where emo and pop punk have landed in yeah. 2017 yeah absolutely and, and sort of where it is um, oh worth mentioning too Father Mountain the band that will be being played next uh, just had an album release so congratulations Father Mountain um, in your, in congrats your Kentucky Boys yeah Kentucky Boys Father Mountain uh, on your on your album release, so go check it out, guys. But uh, but I agree, yeah. This is more um, this is more yeah more modern uh, emo, I think, and uh, that by no means discredits or disestablishes its standing as being really emo music. It's just it's it's evolved. It's what you see as the the current really poppy rendition, like Evan said, and. Um, I dig the shit out of it, to be completely honest. Now, it's not what I grew up with. It's not like when I when I reach into my heartstrings and I think of that like real gritty emo music that fucking got me through high school, you know, um, and everything. 
it's it's not what I think of by any means, but it's still good, and it's new and it's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're wearing our age on our sleeves, so yeah, just anyone who wonders how old we are, well, there you go. Mid twenties. <laughs> now you know. Um, yeah. So I'm it, 36. Yeah. Um, I have lost track of my age. I'm just a certain age. I forget. But anyways. Um, uh, it's like oh, yeah I'll be putting on a Father Mountain song here next so we make sure we get the contrast we might be going a little quicker today than we normally would so if if that is the case and that upsets you I apologize in advance but we're going we're to try and be, be uh, as, as socialistic as possible this is this is Father Mountain's unclean. Anyways, Evan, I think I interrupted you. Um, come, come on, get on with it. Well, I just uh, I wanted to take a sec to like let the, these songs breathe a little bit oh, before, sure. we, before we split to the next um, the next artist. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you had more to say. Um, not necessarily. I mean, I could say a lot, but but I just want to like. Let the music speak for itself for a sec. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I, I just think this is like a good um, starting off point for the list, just because it's just you can hear like that that sort of uh, DNA, that old emo DNA. Yeah, right? absolutely. More so if you want to be real technical, like pop punk. But in my opinion, emo and pop punk were like two sides of the same coin. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that too before we move on while we still have a few minutes to really listen to this song. Um, it was... I'll say that was another thing too you know when we were talking about this list and that was honestly part of a reason part of a reason that this list really took so long is Evan and I were so torn between so many different so many different um, genres between you know pop punk like post punk post hardcore just emo as a greater spectrum uh, and, and all sorts of other things really um that it was really difficult to find a middle ground and say, hey, let's let's settle on this. But emo felt really the most natural in the way that it actually kind of takes a lot from all of those things um, while still being its own individual thing, really, for the most part. Um, but, you know, obviously, if you listen to something, you're like, yeah, this is pretty emo. Also, you know, it's kind of kind of like a little post-hardcore as well it's like well yeah but it's it's still it's still emo and that's that's kind of the thing i think that uh really landed us here when we were conversing on it um was it just it just made sense it was really in the middle of a lot of things we were thinking i guess is um is the short and simple of that mm-hmm. yeah yes so with that, we'll go ahead and let this one breathe out, and as it fades out, we'll get into the next artist.
All right, for the next one, this is second band of the day. This is Sacred Grove by Adventurer. And this um, is, I guess, a good example of... Um, you can click it on at any time. Oh, okay. Thank uh, you. Uh, for me, it sounds like pretty nostalgic and like I don't want to say doesn't sound modern because I mean that could be misconstrued but but like this sounds more like it is very like into sounding like um, that that older like more on the gritty punky edge of um, of the late noughties Yes. Like, uh, Census Fail is big time. I was literally, I was just trying to go through the list of all the bands in my head. Like, what band does this sound like? like, No, not that one. Not that one. As I was trying to come to it, he said Census Fail. I was like, yep, that was it. Mm -hmm. That was the one. Yes. So, yeah. uh, Yeah, I mean, um,. No, I mean, I guess I don't really have any grand reasons of choosing this band over any other one. Just in that I think it's with uh, the last thing we had. Um, this is um, a little more like. Mm, I, I want to say, you know, I want to say it's a little more classic, but. Mm, while I do kind of feel that and kind of agree with that, I feel like that kind of almost says like, oh, well, the last one's not very good, and that's definitely not what I mean. So I, I very astutely want to say that by saying this one feels more classic, I feel it means more like, it's more it's more in that, well, like Evan said, it's nostalgic. It reminds me a lot of, of bands I've listened to, whereas the other one is more of, of a modern outlier. Um, Anyways, it's just got, I don't know, it just has like that old, um, like warped tour sound to it, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Weird. For sure. Um, like, uh, I don't know, this kind of sound is what I would hear, like, before going to school in the morning. Like, um, these kind of, uh, thicker sounding. Um, tunes this is like a song I would like listen to while on the phone with my fucking girlfriend in high school who was uh, seen as fuck to uh, break up all the conversations of uh, depressing things and stuff like oh let's just listen to some some depressing music instead I just realized like that sounded kind of like almost heartless. Like I'm saying, like I don't want to listen to you anymore. Here's some music. That's definitely not what I mean. It's just like sometimes you get totally fucking exhausted of talking and you just need something else. I mean, mutually. A- anyways, I'm definitely getting on a tangent. <laughs> um, oh. Fucking explaining my like 16 year old self and why I like depressing music. Getting out of hand. Anyways. Um, yeah, and I just, uh, an album cover is great. I just want to know who yeah, the like album that. cover and like want to commission that person who did it because I, I love that format so much of like that, like almost like it almost looks like a hype sticker up in the top left. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, which is just an interesting format. And I like it, and it's cool, and everything like lends itself to this cool, nostalgic, uh, emo. Let's play a drinking game. Take a shot every time you hear Evan and I say nostalgic from here on. I'll count them. I'll try and count them. Yeah. Evan or I. I want to get you guys obliterated. Hell yeah. So if you're listening to this while driving, I guess pull over. <laughs> I mean, well, you already have your whiskey in hand. Let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. Let's, so. let's be frank. You're driving your fucking <clears throat> 2003 Toyota Camry to your <laughs> shitty fucking office job. 
<laughs> like, you really, really don't need to. You don't even uh, have your tie on right, fool. Yeah, you didn't fucking shave well this morning. Come you on, got James. Three, you got Get that three, tie on right. You had three fucking ingrown hairs already. Like, dude, come on. You don't really give that much of a shit about uh, impressing Mr. Johnson. Just quit your job. Play a drinking game with us. I'm drinking. I'm having coffee. Although I guess I could be drinking alcohol. Let's see. What do I have around me? Feel it? Uh, you want me to barf? <laughs> I look at that for another second. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah. Why do you have tequila? <laughs> Why don't you have tequila next to your bed? I have so much alcohol in my room, it's not funny. That's not a joke. Yeah, tequila's not even alcohol, it's just evil, sick putrescence. <laughs> Fermented sugar. Mm. Which yeah. is alcohol. <laughs> okay, so, now that we've had that fun little time, we haven't said nostalgic at all since then. Oh, there's your first one, take a shot. Take a shot, do it. Okay, so, um... <laughs> um... OTR, what were we talking about? Uh, no. We became just a uh, fucking just, radio talk show. The album cover. Oh yeah, it's um, nice. Yeah, it's just I think it's a natural time to probably move on from this because we got so much other stuff to cover. That's true. Do you want to just fade out on this song and get on to the next one? Let's just fade out on this boy. Cool. Adventurer. Uh, they're good. Go look them up. Link in the description. Motor City. Shout out. Yeah. Detroit Rock City. Michigan. Just for people who didn't know Detroit was in Michigan. Guys, well, here is the uh, the third artist of the evening, and a real, real outlier. This one, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot from the hip and say that their band name and album name is is Sessi. I'm sure I'm gonna have somebody go, uh, no, they're Japanese. It's pronounced uh, whatever, but that's that's just what I'm going with. Uh, also, first band of the evening, free digital download. So uh, if you like this one. Literally go download it for free, like I did. We're gonna go ahead and dive right on into it with Spaceman by Sessi. Now, immediately once this gets going, you'll probably notice that this is very driven. Um, well, it, parts of it, at least, are very driven. It's very upbeat and kind of fun, and um, it, it, I, I struggle really even call it traditionally emo but it gets into that kind of like post hardcore like math rock territory that I think a lot of emo music does um, so it seemed like a natural inclusion just honestly the music is just so fucking cool um, I think Evan. yeah well just the deeper you get into this this album I think there's actually a lot to talk about yeah. and yeah like well you said yeah okay, it, it is an outlier For and sure. um uh, if someone asked me a recommendation on like a, a traditional emo band, I certainly like wouldn't throw throw them in. But like, I think what they have to offer is like a synthesis of a lot of actually different sounds. Um, for instance, this first one, it's like it certainly I think has like a kind of a frenetic like Fall of Troy, uh, late post hardcore kind of noodly sound um, uh, See, which, which is funny that you say that too because Fall of Troy Fall of Troy I'll, I'll say you and I have very 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 different opinions of like what nostalgic emo is 
fall of Troy is like that epitomizing, epitomizing emo sound for me personally. I love fall of Troy. When I think of, of fall of Troy and like bands like at the drive-in and things, you know, artists, artists such as, such as, such as that, um, that's, that's to me, like, that's what takes me back. That's, that's that real nostalgic one for me. That's two, by the way. Um, that's that's the shit that gets me going. So yeah, naturally, that one doesn't count. Two more for you. That was a cop out. We're still at two. Um, yeah, that's what really fucking drives me. Anyways, I cut you off, but follow um, Troy, man. I fucking love follow Troy. Uh, no, yeah, like, um, no, no, I, I, uh, yeah, I agree. Um, uh, like, I guess with this. Band specifically. Do you agree that I love Fall of Troy? I was gonna say, yeah, like, please don't ask me to like explain that because I realized that I just said I agree that you have a different opinion. <laughs> um, uh, Fall of Troy, like, well, yeah, Fall of Troy, they're like a band. I, I didn't really like listen to that much. I saw them on a Zoomies Couch tour no back way. in like 05 or something, and um, they were cool. Which is funny because I've never seen them live, but um, yeah. That was fun. Dig the shit out of their music. I was actually, you know, that was like, I mean, that was downtown in Seattle. That was, uh, um, that was not far from where you lived there. Anyways. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm sorry, that fucked me up because I used to live in Seattle. I used to live in downtown Seattle. I lived remarkably close to the Space Needle in Seattle Center. But when you said that, I thought you were saying, at the time... Which would have been when you and I were in high school, not when I was in college. And I was like, uh, yeah, I was like I "Why lived, weren't you there, man?" Jeez. I lived very, very far from Seattle. Dude, you lived right there, just a stone's throw. Yeah. So um, anyways, now that's out of the way. So, so this band, like, like I would be lying if I said that the fact that they're Japanese has nothing to do with them being picked. You I, do I love just, Japanese I, bands. I love. I have just like a weird fascination with. Japanese, uh, not only Japanese culture and Japanese expression, but Japanese subculture, uh, that kind of thing. But like, particularly like specifically Japanese like cadence and Japanese oh, like sure. the, the the phonetics of their language and how it goes with their music. And like, so this for people who are fans of Boris will probably just be like, oh, Boris, of course, it's only a Japanese band you can think of. But but like, what? Um. <laughs> this band like they definitely to me sound like Boris in a okay. in a pretty good way so I'm just like yeah that, I was definitely gonna pick them um but like they sound like him but like I said there are so many different sounds going on here in fact I I mean if we're not talking for much longer it might be good just to skip to the one that was a single Kinoshita yeah Kinoshita um yeah, let's do that because this one I think Sounds like actually really shoegazy and like late 80s, like My Bloody Valentine style. Um, and like it just kind of illustrates how this album has so many kind of disparate sounds going for it. And I'm just, I, I, I mean, I'm gonna download this album. So. I already have it. You want me to just uh, push it over onto the hard drive for you? Uh, yeah, certainly. Use one less of their free downloads that they have to pay for. I just so like when I was then again more statistics, I guess. Yeah. Well, when I was doing the the research, when I was deeply diving into the research for this episode. Yeah. Um. I. Uh, you know, came across this band, but the first thing I came across was this single. I came across the single for this song, and I heard this, and of course I thought, okay, so this song must be representative of their whole style, and I thought, yeah, this is like really, like, pleasant? Like, it has like, it has like, has this interesting um, mood to it that's like, it's like a, a nice flaccid, um, flowing sound, but also has like that big, like, um, slow dive sound I guess yeah um uh and, and like I was like in, instantly struck by that um but uh you know then you crack open the 
the whole coconut and get into this album. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a line in it. And then um <laughs> some shit. Someone take you back? Um Someone a little little nostalgic for you? For sure. Okay. Um, That's three. <laughs> I'm trying to add to the drinking. <laughs> It's, um, I'm, I'm sorry, I keep cutting you off, but it's, it's this one's super short. It's weird how when you become like self-aware of like the tendency you're making fun of, you're like, oh, I'm just gonna stop doing that. So, anyways, yeah. so I'm trying to add to a little bit, um, a little try hard. So, um, uh, yeah, like I, I'm was very pleasantly surprised with this record, and to see like how. Like, I mean, it doesn't appear to me that they are very well known. Um, no, yeah, one supporter, uh, and they realistically had one one album, which was in March of 2015. There's the second thing, which says Catalog 96, which I think was just a bunch of old songs that they're like, oh, we kind of threw this together into a compilation. And then they had a remix, remix EP of this album released later that year in June. Um, I think oh, this, yeah. this band rep just needs some recognition because I think they have like a lot of like talent and potential. I just hope that, I hope they're still together, to be completely honest. Because like when you see, oh yeah, we had one album uh, a couple of years ago that came out. Um, my immediate thought is, oh well, they were a shooting star. They had one really cool album, and uh, yeah, it didn't get a lot of traction and. Uh, they just kind of stopped, and it was really cool. I mean, obviously, we're listening to it. Um, <clears throat> you all are listening to it. It's pretty dope. So I hope that's not the case. Uh, the artists of uh, Ceci, or I'm, I'm so sorry if I'm butchering your name, but uh, that's just kind of what I'm going to go with until somebody says otherwise. Um, yeah, I hope you guys are still doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> Yeah. Uh, props. Props to this band. Yes, for sure. Props to you guys. If you're still killing it, make some make another record. Come on. Do it. And when Evan and I go to Japan, if you guys totally want to hang out, let us know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That'd be dope. Be there. We will be there. I'll be I'll be the one just standing at the front resting on the monitors. Oh you man. Recognize you, guys, me you, guys, by that. you guys can do a show together. Yep. That'd be cool. <coughs> and I'll just be like, Nani. Oh my god. That's cultural appropriation. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Cultural yeah. appropriation. So anyways, that was that was uh Sessy Sessy get on that fade and get into our next artist. I'm counting that one. That's four. Take your shot. I think the rule should be whenever you just put out a dumb one to add to the total, we make you take a shot. Yeah, now we're back uh, with the band Elder, and this is their album Reflect. I'm just going to jump right on this one. Hold on. I gotta put on my, uh, gotta put on my little floaties. Okay, now you can turn it on. Uh-huh. <laughs> what, what was that? <laughs> it was a pool joke. You said jump right in, and then I thought, oh, like, okay, okay. Oh, I gotta put on my And this is empty jacket. lots. <laughs> turn it and inject some humor into this, into this dark Well, that's what world. happens when you try and inject humor. You realize you're not very fucking funny, huh? No, I'm just kidding. That was me. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow, that's a cheap fucking vinyl. Wait, what? Hang on a second. Uh, uh, you get the vinyl and the CD combo for $8? Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Evan, you want to go ahead and open up? Yeah, Elder. Far. Uh, Elder. Yeah, this 
than uh, sort of uh, sort of pick this one up in the the latter stages of, of uh, research and uh, I guess in, in a um, sort of quick journey to find a band an emo band that represented the, the darker crustier sound yes um, that some you know that is some people's cup of tea which is never really mine um, I, I was always more into the, the popular Stuff, which is which is uh, which is cool, um, but I guess this band like I mean I guess to be fair I listen to like Metal a lot. This might be. Um, so uh, I think we succeeded in finding a band that actually like has that older crunchy. Uh, yes. Uh, borderline screamo sound uh, while also yeah just like trying to like half listen to it and just like yeah it's funny that's one thing you know obviously we've done many episodes of this show and I've never really commented on how like extraordinarily awkward it is to to listen to the music and comment on it at the same time like unless you're like oh i've listened to this album 500 times you still want to listen to it you still want to be like paying attention and everything and not just be you know totally totally passive to the music it's really really actually tough to listen to the music and talk about it at the same time but um yeah, this one definitely definitely hit more home for me uh, in that, yeah, I, I listen to a lot more of the, the dark, crustier uh, emo music. Um, although, honestly, I'm, like, really failing to come up with uh, band names off the top of my head for some reason. Um, just, I guess, goes to show for my sleep deprivation. But um, <clears throat> I was definitely, yeah, more into the, into the edgier side, I guess I'll say. But, uh... But yeah, um, with that too, I, I do want to mention that, you know, there are definitely bands that are more in the like real dark, grimy, uh, hardcore end that uh, we saw and we were like, oh, these are really good, but we, we didn't include um, for one reason or another, and... Um, only thing I guess really like I want to kind of make known about that and uh, I'll say partially too you know there there are other uh, band camp artists that I can think of that are very well deserving in that in that emo territory that we didn't cover at all uh, a great example I can think of immediately off the top of my head is uh, Crywink is uh, quite, fr- quite frankly especially with Crywink Crywink is extremely known and very well supported already. Um, they really don't need our help. So as much as I, I don't want to say like any of these artists do, that's that's not the point. But that is a huge part of why we do this is so that people who have never heard the artists that we're covering could go, wow, that's really cool, and maybe give them some more uh, attention that we feel could be beneficial to both the artist and the listener um and discover cool music for god's sakes but um <clears throat> that, that was one of the big reasons that uh crywank missed missed my radar was merely in they have a shit ton of support already um so i just i didn't want to throw it throw it in and uh there were there were other artists that we really liked that probably could have met the criteria we decided against as well um so you know if you're wondering well why didn't we get more into the edgier side or why didn't we do more of this or more of that personal preference uh maybe we'll come back to the subject again someday and get more into those territories um but for this list this is what we decided to go with mm-hmm. anyways that <laughs> i've had that little rant uh yeah, I think uh, um, 
I guess the only thing I, I like to do, and I can't think exactly what else to say, is like just kind of dig back into the roots of this style and like what I try to nail down what exactly I think this style is. Like, I think this is a, a particularly aggressive, um, or I guess mildly aggressive version of emo and like post-hardcore that sort of grew off of of course like hardcore music and alternative music in the early 90s I guess I really like the Mars Volta style like hardcore but in Spanish yeah um kind of cool and so I I think this this band being in here like nicely represents like the point that was we're trying to elucidate earlier of of like um, how emo it's just like it's not really a, a thing that's that you can at least that I can pin down because there's so many different sounds that would fit under the umbrella and for that matter it's not even remotely static so despite the fact that it's very vague it is still constantly moving and evolving I think emo is kind of almost like alternative in that way, or like or like indie for that matter, where it may have had a definition like a very, very long time ago, and it's just evolved and become so many things and so all-encompassing and is continuing to do that, that it's impossible to say this is what it is or this is what it isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's all I have to say on that, to be quite honest. Um, and after thinking of five completely different artists, my brain is just like shit pudding right now. I mean, there there were originally like, uh, I mean, gonna be at least in my list is like like ten artists or something Damn, because. Son. Because, in fact, there were a few that were instrumental because I wanted to, I guess I wanted to go like really deep into the, into the uh, gummy works of, of emo. And, uh, oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. And uh, I wanted to show how it like intertwines with with post-hardcore and with um, uh, post-rock and with math-rock and uh, and with uh, like the so-called Midwest emo sound I think is yeah. people throw in. Well, let's let's not rule out the potential too that this is this is definitely a list we could visit again too. I mean, there's there's been a couple of ones we've done honestly with uh, frog rock for that matter. Um, Jazz, geez, I mean, there's been a couple of the ones that we've done where I'm like, I definitely, definitely want to do this genre again someday with completely new perspectives well, and new the, genres. I think one of the uh, I mean, new artists, not new genres. <laughs> I think oh, I think one of uh, <laughs> the same artists with different genres. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think no, I think mm, one this of, is this is Comrade Hat coming at you live with uh, industrial noise. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, I think um, uh, I don't know the, the one of the one of the joys about this show um, is that is that like it doesn't have to be so academic, uh, yeah, um, yeah, which yeah, I like because I, I I mean I can think of a lot of shows on YouTube or, or whatever that are that are like trying to be very academic and they are and. And they're great for it. It's more, but yeah, like, it's more I, of an I open don't, letter. I don't just want. I, I don't want someone to like teach me about the history of a band or about the history of a genre. I kind of just want, like, I just want to go on here and just like, like, use my own intuition, my own feelers. What Are I we think. Not doing this as a way to try to get into VH1 Classic, yeah. a retrospective on yeah. post hardcore. So. So I guess like 
That's yeah, what I've been doing. I, I'm just like, um, my experience with this kind of music is like pretty personal. Yeah. And so I may be off base with some of the things I say, and and probably wrong with some of the things I say, but, but, uh, um, it's just how I feel, I guess. Oh man. Yeah, chunky bass. Yeah. Okay. We've probably spent way too much time in this artist, not or this band. Sorry, not to, not to take away. That's just one guy. That's the that's the front. The little right kid on the cover. Um, so, anyways, yeah, that was Elder. Um, we're gonna go ahead and move on now to our to our final artist of the evening. Evan, what is it? This next band is Hail the Sun the album Culture Scars. And this is Paranoia. Yes. I like I like their little bio. It's just four dudes, one music. One music. Um, Now this band is just fucking badass. Like straight up. Super at the drive-in. Oh man, it's just so good. As a matter of fact, I'm going to STFU for a minute. Just so we can get an opening fade in, it was just, it was just good. foot in my mouth by saying you know oh yeah we didn't want to cover that one band because they're they're already like really well known and this and that and whatever this this band from all I can tell seems to seems to be doing doing all right but um, enormous difference is that I had never heard of this band before coming in this list Evan I know you're the same um, I've never heard of this band from any of the people that I know uh, in the verses of I've heard of some of the other bands from many people. Now, I only say the inclination leads me to think they're doing off really well is that I can see they have many, many supporters. Um, They have shows currently scheduled in the UK for a California band. They're they're world touring, or at least European touring. They're clearly doing somewhat well, but anyways, I'm getting getting aside from the point. Just I know somebody somebody's gonna catch that and be like, "Oh, that's a fucking hypocrite." Well, uh, beach to it. Yes. Um, uh, I think uh, this band, really this album, sits nicely at the end of this list as a bookend. To, to this list in the way that the, I think both the first split EP and this band represent I think the roots of emo and like they are very much like modern modern band like this sounds very modern but like I can very like the, the roots are like very palpable yeah uh, of, I agree of the, that emo sound but I listen to this, and I certainly don't think, oh, this reminds me of high school. Yeah, not at all. Not even kind of, honestly. But, like, if I scrutinize it, I can definitely do that. So, it makes me think of people I might have gone to high school with. Yeah, but but then, of course, it's just also interesting as a bookend just to show that, like, this, whereas Overslept and Father Mountain is the first thing, were oh, very much... I see what you're doing now we're very much in a like a pop punk thing this is almost going to like and dare I say the quote post prog thing like it's got like it's, it's, got, it's got like that big like have I talked on this podcast about why I hate that fucking term uh, uh, um, namely my biggest thing is just that I, I understand why people add post as a genre as a as a, as a prefix to a genre and saying like oh it came it's what came in in the wake of that genre 
when that genre you know more or less died out or this or that whatever but it's yeah it's a prefix to say it, it came in the wake of a genre well progressive to me is not a genre progressive is is an idea and granted it can be surmised to genres in progressive rock and progressive metal separately and there those other subgenres to rock and metal but progressive is an idea because progressive represents being progressive progressing the genre and and being progressive as musicians so to say something is post-progressive became in the wake of progress oh, it just seems really reductive to me um that's the only reason i really hate that term i understand what they mean it's in the post it's it's in the post-progressive era it follows in the wake of those pro like progressive rock bands and i, I understand that but okay i've said too much anyways really far off from like this band yeah. um uh yeah like I just think this um uh this band like it has that like I can't think of like those those bands I'm trying to think of um uh you just listen to them a lot you know, it's uh um the I ones who the ones who contortionist contortionist sure but they it's it's a band they both uh, played the Telecasters or something. Oh, uh, uh, Safety Fire. Safety Fire. It reminds me of that a little bit. Even. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like, it's got, like, that big, like, thumping, like, chunky low end. Shout out but to Safety Fire. And Sean, if you're watching this, we should do some work together sometime. That'd be dope. Yeah. And so, like, it, like, it reminds me of that. And, like, so this band, or at least a, a band that sounds like this, like, I, like this is like a very modern sound. This is a very like, like you could take the sound on the road and like open for like a bunch of different bands. And I think it just it fits really nicely. Yeah, it's that's interesting true. to hear how like I could see these guys opening for Between the Buried and Me. I could see them opening for fucking Asking Alexandria. I could see them opening for Coheed and Cambria. I could see them opening for... I mean, I, well, I could list bands for fucking days, but you guys could play. <clears throat> Anyways. Um, yeah. Uh, Are you going to do it? Can you do it? Yeah, Paul? You did it. You did it, everybody. <laughs> Praise the sun. Uh, no sun to be had in this, this wild and world, woolly world. But... Wild and woolly um, yeah, fucking dark. Yeah, this is a. Um, it's just a nice sound. Thing. So good. Uh, uh, good production, good songwriting, good engineering. Um, it's all that. super unique, in my opinion, too. Like, despite the fact that it really lends a lot to other artists, it is definitely individual and unique in its own right. And I mean, honestly, like I said, the thing that reminds me the most of is at the drive-in. And at the drive-in is remarkably unique. Um, but I don't know, man. This is just, this is special to me. This is definitely something I'm going to be, going to be buying at one point or another. Mm-hmm. Creep me out. It sounded like you were right over my shoulder. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I still recall a time when I was 17 too. And all that nostalgia and yeah. stuff. Is that five? Is that five shots? Take your fifth shot, <laughs> gentlemen and ladies. Fifth. Grab your fifth of Jack. Take your fifth shot. Please drink responsibly, especially if you're driving. <laughs> Except if you drive better drunk than if, if you drive if you're if you're my friend and coworker Ralph who allegedly drives better drunk. Although I've only heard him say that when he's drunk, go figure. <laughs> oh you literally can't do too much. Literally can't hurt you. Um, uh, not saying Ralph drives drunk. Don't take that don't take that out of context. 
Sorry, Dad. Oh, yeah, I forgot your dad's name is Ralph. Okay, so anyways... Um, yeah. Yeah, a nice bookend to a nice list. A nostalgic list. Um, you dick, man. That's six. Do it. Uh, uh, I think six shots is a decent drinking game. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll bookend in that as well. <laughs> Put your lids back on because we're not forcing anymore. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, kids. Sorry, kids. <laughs> You're gonna have to put your parents' margarita mix away. Pretend that you got drunk off of six sips of it of sweet and sour. remember that remember kids if you're in the united states the legal drinking age is 21 but if you're if you're 13 you can get away with it you can get away just go don't, ahead and get into the liquor cabinet don't do that that's bad advice just, just bad bad advice from off, uncle evan pull the top off that uh, amaretto just chug away bad advice can't from uncle hurt evan. can't hurt that reminds me, though, as, as we're fading out on this, did you ever see that Eric Andre opener where he's like, kids, if you ever get in your parents' room and get in their dresser and just find a bag of drugs, do as many of them as humanly possible. It cannot hurt you. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm jumping off of. Yeah. There, yeah. Obviously, don't. don't if, you're, if, you're, if you're under the legal age, don't do them damn drugs. And if you're over the legal age, or at, or if you if you've met the criteria, well then help yourself. This is a free country. You do what you want. Um, yeah. So this. Uh... So with that. Damn, son. Yeah. But with that, let's go ahead and uh, and close out. We'll we'll, uh, we'll put on a. Michael's song that we had promised and give all the links and infos to that and shit as well and uh, then we'll close on out so this is uh, this is the album that uh, Evan and I have been, uh, been laboring away on I say Evan and I it was, it was to be fair uh, largely Evan Evan did most of the mixing most of the mastering most of the Engineering, recording, all that happy fun shit. I did some of it, but not not as much. Um, but this is the album we've been working on for uh, Jesus Christ a year now. We just released recently. Um, you dig it? Go ahead and uh, go ahead and support Michael and, and us actually <laughs> technically as well. And uh, you can follow the link in the description. And give it a little downloaderino. Um, and if you don't like it. Yeah, so we chose this band because... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because we need to make money. No, um, that's, that was a joke. It was a joke. We don't need your goddamn money. But, uh... Michael Mike. But anyways... What the fuck are you doing? Sorry, I've got an entire roll of tape stuck to the bottom of his foot. Um... So with that, thank you for watching, guys. Thank you for sticking with us. Uh, Jesus. Hopefully it won't be two or three months until we have our next episode. I, I really, really want to try and make these to where we have one, one, at least one episode a month. Um, I'm, I'm not going to commit to that here on air, but uh, just because, you know, life is strange. But uh, I'm, I'm gonna, we're going to see if we can't, can't try and work that, if at all possible. But... Uh, yeah. With that being said, have a good night or a good day, everyone. Make sure to drive home safe if you've taken those six shots as we know you did. Uh, uh, and, uh, you know, don't smoke meth. Evan, you got anything you want to say to the lovely people? Not really. <laughs> have a good night. See you later. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Stay tuned for our next episode.